Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Eri Fiend coming out. You stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for this. He's going to bump for it. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Flons. Hey, look who's with me. It's the man himself, Gredo. You alright, mate? How you doing, my man? You're in a better mood this week. You were like a raging bull last week. Um, I'm alright. I'm apologise to everybody uh, if I was crabbing that. I just was fucking couldn't be asked with you, uh, John, the fans. <laughs> you hated everybody. us. You hated us uh, last man, week. Man, you were my tits in. Um, but this week, fuck it, I'm brand new. You're back to your charming self. Aye, man, I've got a big smell my coupon. I'm, I'm, uh, anyway, no, what's been happening in wrestling? You've been watching it? Uh, I need to confess, I've not really been watching it. It's wrestling. shite without fans, you need to stop at the new man. I've it's been watching I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Drew. I'm, I'm quite enjoying Drew and Seth Rollins' programme, though. I, I, think that's, that, I think that's going I've to be seen, interesting. I've only seen uh, Vince McMahon uh, call uh, Triple H, Paul, and Padre and all that shite. Oh, all uh, right, carry on. Aye, uh, that was good. Just right, seen it on YouTube. That's the dark side of the ring, but that was brilliant. Um, that was great. He was great with the I've gun. Still, and I've the still not seen any of them. I've still oh, not mate, seen you are. You need to get up to date with this because this I is will. great. I will. When will you do it, Robert? Robert, I when will you do it? I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. Come on, you big pieces. I'll do it. But we, we, we need to listen. I'll tell you something, guys. We need to find. I just let's be open with the listeners here. We what? need to fire through the stuff on this show quite quick this week because yep. we have got an amazing interview. A brilliant interview. An amazing interview this week. It's so, so good, so interesting. If you want to hear about deed wrestlers, if you want to hear about drugs, if you want to hear about sex, if you want to hear about all that, sh- you know what I mean? Pure wrestling, carnally, fucking pure madness. You're going to hear it on this fucking episode. Because we have got an amazing interview with Hornswoggle. Uh, on this, uh, on this show tonight, and it's, and it's an amazing interview, Hornswog. How do you say Dylan's second name, by the way? Postal. Is it Postal? Is it Postal? Is it? We should have asked him. How do you? Are we admitting that we've pre-recorded the interview? Aye, look, listen. Fucking, let's, let's shoot with these listen, fuckers. If you listen, if we're listening right, it's fucking easier. To, it's fucking easier to sometimes interview the cunt first. Sorry for swearing. Beat me, I'd love to be beat. Can you date for me just for the pop? Yeah. yeah. Right, so, so the next one I want to say, beep it out, right, okay. Um, Hans Woggle was one of the best c- we've interviewed. He was brilliant. Dylan was, 
my favourite. And right away, I was like, you need to come back because he just a great guy. What a great guy. You know, just a sweet dude and very funny and brilliant stories and sincere and all and that. And great stuff. So we'll be getting Dylan back. But however, he... Don't call him Dylan, mate. He's not your pal. He's my, my pal. No, he's my mate. I think he's, no, he's my, my pal. Mate. No, he's my pal. Call him Dylan. Shut up, you. Um, so you. <laughs> my, my mate Dylan is, uh, you know, a little bastard, hornswoggle. You know, he's been through a hardcore wonder, I believe, when he first started it. <laughs> You're on Wikipedia, <laughs> I know, I'm no. Believe that as well. Life, right? So anyway, so we want to fire through the stuff, even though I'm. So let's go to correspondence for last week. I need to tell. I mean, I've not got that much news to be honest. I've been just stuck in my fucking house because there's a killer virus. There is, mate. Regular correspondent Bronze Cello wants to remind us of another Hulk Hogan tweet after we talked about them last week. Do you remember that time he retweeted a picture of Joseph Fritzel, which said? Um, hey Hulk, can I get a retweet from my granddad? Despite some family problems, he never misses a show, and it's a picture of Joseph Fritzel with a world's greatest dad T-shirt on, with a W. There's a WWF, WWC, and Hulk Hogan. Listen, I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan tweeted me once. You're joking. He, um, tweeted, he, he, tweet, he responded to me and Eugene once after because I missed Hulk Hogan by two minutes because of Eugene's misses. Right. Okay. He was, she was in it. She, you want to tell your story first? No, sorry. No, no. I've just found it, but you carry on. You carry on. Right. Basically, um, we I was with Eugene in Florida, and, we, and he went, you want to go and see Hulk? And that happened two years later with Jeff, and I did meet him, but two years before that, I was with Eugene. It was the same night I debuted in River City. So whilst River City, Buster was, <laughs> Buster was on, I was in Hulk Hogan's shop, right? And try to get iPlayer up and all that, right? Try to watch myself in River City. And uh, I was in there, uh, Eugene came in and, uh, and he was like, hey, hey, Nick, this guy, this random guy. And uh, Eugene was like, where's Terry? And he's like, oh, the big man's coming in this afternoon. He'll be here about uh, 45 minutes. So we went doing the beats, right? And, and I did get River City up on my play and I watched myself on River City with a total red neck, brass neck. Well, May 15, 2015, let me tell you this. Um, May 15, 2015, I tweeted at Hulk, and I was in the shape of my life, by the way, May 15, 2015. You're in the shape of your life, the new mate. Nah, I'm no mate. I've put my way back on. Look no at me, I'm going to pass it again, man. What the Easter eggs? I says, at Hulk Hogan, big man, you inspired me to grow my arms into pythons. Much love from Scotland. Have a great weekend. I tweeted at him, and it's a picture of me with my muscles out, right? Picture of me with my muscles out. Brilliant. And he replies, yo, Rab, good job, my brother. Hail, hail. Hail, hail. <laughs> Good job, my brother. Hail, hail. And I replied that is back. Amazing. That is a buzz. I replied back, I love you, man. <laughs> Absolute mark, man. I, I know, man. Like, Total I'm always, I always want to, because, like, you know, Blaze has tweeted The Rock. Lionheart, God rest his soul, tweeted The Rock. They all got fucking replies. I got a reply I done for The it Rock. once, and he dinged me. I was fucking well embarrassed. I got a reply for The Rock. Um, Shut up, man. Let me find this for you as well. That's I'm crap. sure I can find it. Oh God, aye. It was in reply to though I can't find it the new, but I it was in. It was in reply to me. Me and uh, Hope went to see his film. Uh, we one of his films, and he said, well, we talk to and he was like, I can't remember what one it was, but he said Jumanji. he said it was good anyway. So that's it. So basically, the Rock and Hulk Hogan are my pals, and you don't. They don't like you. Uh, Danny Lowe says, "Grade one, Rab." Could wish my pal Craig Brown for getting a happy 31st birthday and also call him a prick. No, we're not doing that. Love from Franklin. Nah, man. Right. Fuck. 
go doing that. We'll call you a prick, and then we'll say your mate. I'll call him a prick. We'll see your mate. I hope he doesn't have a happy birthday. Keep up the good work. He says the three of us go to every PBW show in Vinot Town Hall as well as being fans. Happy birthday, mate. Happy birthday, mate. And also, that's where I make a prick. I had a lot of good mention getting up. So thanks very much. He says, Grado, Grado drinking and shooting on Fit Finley makes for great content. When was that? That was last week, mate. You said we're going not fuck it a Fit Finley. Aye, so oh, let's hope that let's hope that Dylan doesn't when when we interview Dylan that you don't oh, tell him that that you were going to fuck with that. Fucking hell, I'm gonna get my c- in on this show, man. Thanks to Mark, who continues the trend of getting family members to say wrestling catchphrases. Here is his two-year-old nephew Nico quoting Mick Foley. Oh, that's cute. That's Have adorable. That's nice adorable. Day. That is adorable. But they could. She should have. Nico should have said that she's saying, but anyway. Last week on the show, do you remember this, Grado? You were trying to get Alexa to recognise you, and she did not, by the way. She recognised Rab, but no Grado. So Grado wanted the listeners to try their Alexas out. And we'll I did, I ex- did. We've got a few Does examples of that, mate. Have a listen. Alexa, who is Grado? Gregor Strasser was an early prominent German Nazi official and politician who I'm was a fucking Nazi. A fucking Nazi. Yeah, Alexa. Oh, do you write enough? Graham Steeboy. Here's something I found on reference.com. Paul Graham is an ordained Southern Baptist minister and the founder of the Billy Oh my God. Oh, that one is me. Uh, I was a Baptist minister for a couple of years. Hey, listen. Graham Steveley is the most famous actor in Scotland on my shopping list. Grado won't be on anyone's shopping list because let me tell you something, darling. Grado is not for sale. I am fucking gutted them off Alexa. Grado is not fucking for sale. complaint. It's like getting my play, blue tick team off me or some shit. Mate, you need to be, you need to continue to be, you, you need to continue to be relevant to, to stay on Alexa. That's what I heard. Uh, uh, Scott Squad was on last night, mate, half nine. <laughs> I'm only joking, right. mate. I'm only kidding. <laughs> no, mate, I'm only kidding. When's the Scots on anyway? Alexa's a anti-Scottish. When's the Scots on? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I've never, I, know, man, I don't think we're ever filming it. I don't think we're ever filming it. Mate. That, man. I know, man. Mate, TV's dead, mate. TV's done. We're Thanks, dead. We're dead. That's what I'm saying. It's like you are no longer Rob Florence. You are now just Robert Florence, and I'm getting Strevely. Well, that's that, mate. We're, that's that. We're going to have to start fucking shredding paper and fucking, do you know what I mean? Putting I'm going to become. The ground and all that and putting yeah. it in the bin. I'm going to maybe become a vet. I might become a vet. I'm, I'm going to be a dentist. Oh, cool. Let's do it. Between yeah. the two, we'll fucking make me our money, mate. <laughs> we'll, we'll, make, we'll literally make me our money. Thanks to Jen, the twin between us, and Paul for trying that out for us, by the way, the audio clips. Thanks for the hundreds of complaints for everybody who's no, a I'd rather be a doctor, sorry. All right, okay, you can be a doctor. That's fine, you can be a doctor. And uh, Oh, no, a nice cream van owner. That's a fucking hell elite dune, by the way. <laughs> Ni harm ice cream van owners, but to be like, I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to be a fucking guy who works in an ice cream van. No, a bus driver, not a pilot. Don't be a bus driver because they're all catching the coronavirus in it. Harry, Harry, Harry. Pilot, you don't want to be a pilot. The fucking yeah. air- airline industry's fucked. Is it? Right, uh, delivery driver for Just Eat, that's a final oh, answer. Laughing. Take it. Laughing. The three tunes, you're fucking laughing with that Joe Bloody. <laughs> <do you? laughs> uh, uh, so there was a couple of pictures of Kelvin Brawley in the round this week, and Tony Pepperoni oh, said, man, what, what a night that was. Ended with my wife shoving me through a hedge right next to Kelvin, <laughs> next to Kelvin Hall. I love a night that ends like that. I we love need, a night ends like that. We need to get Greg Hemphill on to talk about that to, night. We need to. Let me, I'll, oh. let me, I'll open up discussions on this week. We'll try and get them on, right? I mean, I can't believe you both made about 60 grand after that and he's gave me about, about £25, man. <laughs> 
What are you laughing at, John? Amy Kerr <laughs> says, just listen to Friday's Wrestling Daft and wants to know when did Statler and Waldorf replace Rav and Gredo? Right, grumpy, grumpy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a wee Prozac. Maybe a wee Prozac before the show might help. Well, we've Get us in that. touch with some kind of can get us some. <laughs> we've tried that, mate. And if you, want, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just run the related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft. On Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast. I just Doesn't to let you know what I just said there about getting a uh, Prozac. That was under the character Grado, um, who is a former wrestler because wrestling's cancelled. No Graham Stevely that needs to go to a real job now. So that's you know how you get that on Twitter. These views are not my own. That's me. That was me being Grado there asking for a Prozac. Tell <laughs> right. Just okay. Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email wrestlingdaft at gmail.com Now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling. The chocolate yeah, digesters for the fig rolls. Oh, it's pathetic. The fig rolls are bad. I fucking hate fig rolls. I've never had a fig That's roll. That's good. Well done, John. Thank As we you. bury and put over stuff. Uh, what you want to bury and what you want to put over this week, Grado? Uh, I want to bury fucking male wrestling in front of me. Fucking, you know what I mean? Stupid. Stop the wrestling now. And I want to, I want to bury... You know what? I like Joey Ryan. He's my mate. But um, whoa, here we go. But he was out of order putting up that picture of uh, video of Vader saying that the jobber was getting a doing. I was fucking soft as shit. I've had bigger doings than that in the Greenton Hall. No, I mean, you know, he put up this video of Vader and went, "I'm so glad." And I love Joey Ryan. A day he's great. He's a great guy. No, no, mind me saying this. But he was out, bang out of order, putting up a, a video of this jobber getting a, a doing off. Um, Vader, they're the fucking loveliest what punches you've ever seen in your life. And he's like, I'd rather have Kenny Omega, da 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 da. Anyway, what did they say about what did they say about Vader? What was his angle? What was his angle? He basically put up a, a clip of Vader battering a jobber, but he wasn't battering him. He was fucking giving him nice, fucking solid, fucking nice what punches. And he was like, Look, I'd rather have Kenny Omega. I can't remember what he says. Jim Cornette roasted him for it. Jim Cornette started calling him a, a pussy and all that. And, uh, uh, and, you know, it's a good thing that wrestling has changed for that because you wouldn't have been a Joe because yet. I don't want to get in between oh. all that shit because I like Bay for him. But I don't like... Aye, uh, aye. That's what Vader was all right, mate. Vader was brand new. See him, he's alive. What a guy. Of It's 25 seconds. I just want to see. Just see it. It's fine. Are they're absolutely, they're, they're totally worked punches. They're fucking great punches, mate. And listen, this is, but th- th- this is, all right, he's, he is going a wee bit heavy on the boy here, right, towards the end of the clip. To no, he's no. Right, but regardless, right, regardless, this is when fucking men were men, man. Like, get out of fucking ballet. Strap one on. What I mean? Strap one fucking on. And I, I know it's easy for me to say, and I know there probably out there, people out there hearing me saying this, or like, well, you're no getting in the ring, you're no... You know, you're not wanting to hurt people and all that. But there's always been oh, moments of guys working stiff and moments of, fuck, oh, I don't know, man. It's, oh, my Aye, God. That annoyed me. I just, that annoyed me. You know what I mean? Uh, did you see that footage of Steve McMichael? Um, flopping oh, that was great. That Just was fucking, great. I want to put you that You know over. what that reminded me? What? Get out in the bar. <laughs> Why? Is that what you're talking about? Is it the six man where he's all the guy? Aye, aye. Why did it make me London Barlow? That's the kind of shit. That's the way I used to wrestle. All the guff. Oh, Do you know Hank? I, I thought you said Karen Dunbar, the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like. 
don't come I'm back like, when the face I'm is like, the same colour as your neck. I'm like, why does Mongo McMichael <laughs> remind you of fucking Karen in the bar? Hey, <laughs> mate, I look like Karen in the bar. I've got the same beak as her. That's why we've done, done a pilot episode. But she hated my guts. Because I went oh like that. Because I goes, they're a school teacher. She went, you being fucking serious. And after that, man, she just kind of asked me because it was a bit like her me going up to like the Undertaker and asking for a picture on your first day in the job with the, the, the WWE. Well, do, you know who, do you know who wrote the school teacher sketches, mate? Mate, Rab, see if it was you. I'll love you a bit, mate, because they were the best. You're looking at them, mate. Mate, Rab, you don't get enough fucking credit for Tuna Fat. Tuna Fat was better still game, mate. You were the man. I wouldn't go that far, mate. You I wouldn't go that far. Fucking man, mate. You were the man. You were the best comedy writer ever. I what you happened? <laughs> I'm a vet now, right? I'm a fucking. I am an ice cream driver. I'm a vet now. I'm a vet. Um, so, I so let's see what the punters have been saying. Uh, Paul wants to put your gender. Oh, he says gender returned, looking strong, great shape, sporting the quarantine hairdo. Also wants to put your John, Grado, Rab, Alex, and Gary for the laughs early weeks. And oh, that's bar- good, man. That's nice. I've got a great play. gender in my house story that I can't tell because he told me never ever to tell her, but it was funny. Oh. Involved, involved a. No, oh, don't me. tell it, don't tell it, don't tell it. Yeah, I well, won't, but it was, don't tell it. it was brilliant, it was brilliant. Put it this way, he was backstage at TNA trying to get a job, right? See, five, month, five months later, he was a WWE champion. Never got a job in TNA. He turns up for a job with TNA, sitting in the back, eating cake and all that, one lot of dafty. Five months later, he's WWE champion. Tell me, that's the truth. That's mad, isn't it? That just shows you. Hazy wants to bury those heels that Zelina was wearing on Raw, looked like she was going to fall on her ass. She's like, <laughs> Oh, we hear this. She's a weirdian. Any guy that's married to her is for the watching. Any guy who is married to her, Alistair Black. You're fucking kidding me with this, really? Aye. Also, your mate. Your mate. Also, Apollo getting injured, Uh, and and Hazy wants to put her Seth looking. I love the way you've just moved on for that. Looking the part in that suit, guy is a great heel. Nah, mate. I'm like Rocky Balboa, mate. I love everybody. I love Alistair. Listen, he was a. Let me tell you something, right? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna break doing the fucking thing here, right? About Alistair Black not joking about and stuff like that. Big Tommy, shoot, shoot, big Tommy, right? I'm shooting here, right? Big Tommy, hey whenever, man, I'm Tommy, and I'm gonna go to New Japan. Whenever I whenever <laughs> I had any dealings with Big Tommy, he was a sweet big guy. He's a sweet um, big guy. He was a sweet big guy. Hey, great old man, I'm going to New Japan, but don't tell anybody. Sean wants to. Hey, hey, Sean, I'm going to New Japan, but don't tell anybody. Hey, another wrestler, Doug Williams. I'm, I'm going to New Japan. Don't tell anybody. There you go. Sean putting our shit interviews since that's all I've been watching recently. Sean going old school, watching the shit interviews. And he wants to bury Kermit for his comments over the Velveteen Dream situation. What happened, Velveteen Dream? He was poor oh, over his fuck. Now you don't see him anymore. I don't know if he should be talking about this on the show. How? concerned with him covering his tracks and what he's allegedly done. He's an absolute roaster. Now, there was what happened there, Rab? I don't know, mate. There was... Some people reportedly put up on Reddit, reportedly some direct messages for Velveteen oh, Dream, no. reportedly on Instagram that was kind of like sent a, a picture of his, his 
his wallet out and he's stuff like that. But, but there's no proof that it's actually him or right. no proof so that it's actually twinkle. so. It's nothing right. we, we should can't comment on that. talk about. We do so not know be, if that was his you know, twinkle so or some other kind's twinkle. twinkle. We'll know we don't know who's twinkle. It could have been my twinkle. It could have been Rab's twinkle. It was probably John's twinkle. Very, very well shaved, well groomed and had a really nice kind of tubescence. Chris wants to put out all the Dustin Rhodes stuff in AEW TV and media. Hope by the time this angle comes to a conclusion, there's a huge crowd to give him a massive pop. Listen, just here's wrestling speed mates to come back, man. Here's a thing for me. The last ever wrestling show in Scotland was Greenwich Pavilion Show. Just remember that, Rab. Put as much Dustin Rhodes on your wrestling program Aye, as you like, and definitely. I'll fucking watch a lot of it, man. Absolutely, I'll mate. And I'll go back and watch every bit of the network with Gold Dust, and I really wish I got a pair of those. <laughs> You're right. Colin wants to put you a spud for making the most of whatever this angle he's found himself in. I love spud. Had to mention. I'm hopeful he's kept on, but if not, at least he's gone out having done something meaningful. Here's something I'll say about spud. Whatever he gets put in front of him, he makes the fucking. He can date everything. He can date everything. He can play funny. He can play bad guy. He can the cruiser rate. He was doing flipping floppy stuff before he was doing the jokey stuff. He can date everything. Spud's good. Kieran Thomas wants to bury contract signing on Ronnie. Used for the enemy, had a lot of shite and put her spud. What a story teller. Aye, everybody Matt put Riddle. her spud this week. Spud, spud, it's spud, 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 yourselves and the marks are continuing to give us content during these unprecedented circumstances too right mate we're doing it <laughs> nobody in anything although slightly up at Paramount constantly putting WWE NXT UK really late at night because it's, it's new highlight shows it's getting to those folk out there right that are really fucking struggling with this I'm glad you appreciate it fucking wrestling there is talking shit about fucking wrestling <sighs> watch all the broken skull sessions and went through all the Wrestlemania's in the WWE network can I be asked for the weekly shows with Nate crowd just like myself well it's time to get more content for wrestling daft by signing up to our patreon patreon.com slash wrestling daft hello to some of our new patrons Derek donaldson and pato 10 we've set up three tiers which you can choose to get involved with at patreon.com slash wrestling daft now tier one you're the cruiserweight champion which is four dollars which is about three pound and on that you get a patreon chat community, ad-free versions of all episodes, a full unedited version, random bonus content, video version of the Marks podcast, and you can vote on what you want to see on the list of wrestling after tier two in our continental champion, you cry. You pay a ten bucks a month, that's about seven seventy. You get everything in tier one as well as a video version of the podcast each week, bonus episode once a month. Now, by the way, if you're ever going to get a video version, you need to get this one for, for Hornswoggle. Ain't you? Why? You really are. That's, that's a one. fucking shoot. Buy you Patreon want... to get to the video version of this episode because it's a belter. Uh, you get brand new, uh, you get chance to take part in Wrestling Daft, pay-per-view Patreon parties and quizzes. Um, if you're tier free, you're the world heavyweight champion, which is about $20 a month. I'd buy that one. Um, that's about £15, man. Uh, everything in the previous tiers as well as free tickets to every live event. I mean, we've done fucking hundreds. Once we're all together, self-isolation. As long as you're signed up, you get a free Wrestling Daft t-shirt design your choice. Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. Now, that must mean they couldn't signed up to that because I don't remember ever mentioning MD saying, have we done that yet? So, Nady's paid 20. Nady's paid. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. we're going to what? They're on the Mark. They're on the Mark show. The Mark's turn up on the Mark show. Oh, oh that one we're known. Oh, but I. I've known that because I held it. <laughs> I held it. Well, I you don't listen to it. 
We should get one of the marks on this show, though. That'd be good as well. Like, one of the... Aye, right. So see if you sign up this week. Right, we'll let see how we'll, we'll get free folk. If you sign up, you can come on, you can talk to us. Right, there you go. Beautiful. So this... buy wrestling daft. Patreon, because it's going to be good. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You just made the list! This week on our Patreon, we asked for you guys to vote on a list of wrestling daft. Remember, you can vote for this by signing up for $4 a month at patreon.com slash wrestling daft. Nay backslashes, you will get the fucking shite knocked at you if you put a backslash in. I will come smashing through your fucking window and just break your fingers if you can try to put a backslash in. In fact, see as far as I'm concerned, see that if you've got a keyboard in front of your keyboard and your laptop or something, you look uh, at that fucking backslash button, you just pull it out, just fucking get, get a crowbar and just knock it right out. I don't want to see it. This week, as it's 25 years of Triple H in WWE, we asked, do you want us to talk about his greatest moments? Or, since it's 20 years since David Arquette won the WCW title, do you want us to talk about the worst people to have held the title? And surprisingly, with 72% of the vote, you wanted us to talk about the worst folk to have held a title. Now, I just need to tell you that the two worst folk to hold the title, everybody's going to see Russell and Arquette. Arquette follows me on Twitter and we DM each other, so I speak to the ex of Courtney Cox, he's my pal. I've wrestled Vince Russell, I recently put up the worst RKO ever because I couldn't, couldn't fucking bump for it. Um, and by the way, he said, keep back for my boys. He says, I've got something around with my, bo- my boys. Vince Russell was telling me when I wrestled him. See, as soon as I pin them, I tamed my two fingers, digits, and fucking started stabbing his boys with my fingers, and he was screaming in agony. Don't know why he's going around his boys, but he shouldn't have told me, because as soon as I've done it, all the boys said, finger his boys. So I fingered his boys. Well, I didn't expect any of that to happen uh, there. Uh, So my list, now let me think, what is my my list going to be? The worst title reigns, the worst title champions in... Ah, well, it depends how you look at it. I suppose it depends how you look at it because it, is it the worst, the worst folk to have held a title? Because Yokozuna well, was the all... first guy. That's annoying me because that, look, look at the first one, Derek wrote. Okay, Derek says Nicholas, the wee boy that won the tag belts with Braun Strowman, total piss take. Get out of it! Aye, it's fucking entertainment. It's Coronation Street for men. God, here we go again. That fucking was a, hell. That was a ma- that was a magic moment for that wee guy. It was fucking and- great. And for loads of kids was, watching was around no the world. There's no one of the, the referees we boys. That's fucking shocking, Derek. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> uh, Paul says Harvey Whippleman is women's champion. Brilliant. Hilarious. Good fun. Keep going. <laughs> Jinder Mahal. Ah, that was good. He was good. Mark says Jinder Mahal. Only thing entertaining about his run as champ was seeing the Singh brothers getting chucked about like a kid with wrestling figures every week. That's funny. Jinder... Yeah, Jinder I was, was good for about t- a couple of coffee. Jinder, also, he looks like a monster, doesn't he? He's like a proper man. He's a beast. He's my pal, too. <clears throat> uh, Rich saying Gronk, Gronk, putting the only title you can reliably defend by a skit and lockdown on a non wrestling star you can't get a hold of. Massive fail. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that that's title. Just, just However, true. nobody cares about that title. Again, here's a situation, though, where Drake Maverick took that, a title that nobody was going to get made fucked it, about, made and, made it, it, and made, made it something. It. And, and, 
he should never have been removed for that picture. That should just have been like his title. The piss, even if we the piss itself with the big show, that was funny as fuck, man. That was good shit. Fucking hell, why did they release Spud? That's my pal. Aye, aye. He's fucking uh, homeless. <laughs> no, uh, Sam Smith says. Sam Smith says he's got a house. Gredo, Sam Smith he's says. Got a car. Gredo, Sam he's Smith got says. Everything. He's Gredo, made fucking house. <laughs> Gredo, Sam Smith says he says Goldberg. No way, mate. You dare? You dare? I met him in Vegas. Him and his grand. I met Goldberg and his grand in Vegas. So shut the fuck up. What did you say to him? What did you say to him when you met? I'm him? a wrestler too. <laughs> I can buy that t-shirt in our merch shop. Calzo says, Big Diddy, Cool Diesel. Big Diddy, Cool. Diddy, Cool Diesel. Terrible winged eagle champion. He always Mate, makes the One of the best like off Kevin Nash. Moments. Who slags off Kevin Nash? Nobody slags off Kevin Nash on my show. No, actually, I did because he went and texted Tommy Dreamer when I was on TNA. He went, who the fuck is this cunt when I was in the ring? But you he, know went, is this cunt? he went, is this guy a wrestler? Tommy Dreamer texts me saying you know, Kevin Ice texts him saying that. You know, he was just Kevin meaning Ice in a funny way. Kevin Ice could go take though. a fuck diesel. He was just meaning that in a funny way. Old man Jim. And do you know what he called? And I get jealous because he said to Shah that he was great and he would get put on TV straight away. So I got dead jealous. And me and Shah kind of fell out because obviously he texts Dreamer slagging me, you know what? Because I was on the telly. Hey, Tommy. Who the fuck is this guy? Aye, aye, aye. Is that a wrestler? This guy a wrestler? It's a bit like, see, I put a tweet up about Gene Snitsky. I was with Gene Snitsky for fucking four days at TNA tapings, talking to him every day, and then the last day he went, so where are you? You're a wrestler or something, bro? I was like, mate, you've just watched me every fucking night. <laughs> Fuck's sake, I am a wrestler. You think I'm fucking sitting here for fucking nothing? What do you think I'm wearing a fucking leotard for? Oh, where you hear this? Where you fucking hear this now? Stephen Roche says, Psycho Sid. Sid Vicious. What's fucking guy you had a title? I'm, I must Sid. admit, but he went and screwed on my pal in America. <laughs> he fucking, he made some excuse about no turning up for a, a, an indie booking for when my pal's in America. I can't remember. He said he couldn't go on the plane and all that. Cause he how can, you, but how can you say that guy, that big specimen, is, a, is one of the worst guys to hold a title? Mate, remember when? Remember when you would? He was, he was, he was on like what was it called? Like fingers of death or something like that. Blood of, birds of death. His leg breaking thing. Remember that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that was a sorry in winter. I didn't mean sir. Oh, that oh, looks sore at you, didn't fuck it? Fuck that, yeah. Margaret, I don't to Adam Shane, mate. Margaret, that boy came off a, uh, that boy just jumped <laughs> off a corner there and his his leg just went like a wee. It was like a wee pretzel. His leg just went like a wee curly whirly, didn't there? Margaret, put, uh, come and see this boy. His, his name's Psycho Sid. He's the He's the doctor's. <laughs> is, it, is that real? He's with the doctor. That's not a real leg. Is that a real leg? That can't be that a real leg. That was fake. That was fake. They've done that. They've, that's a, that's a fucking leg. fake leg. That's a kid on leg, that. That's one of the kid That's tomato legs. sauce. That's a kid on that's leg. That's tomato sauce. Big fucking... Mind you, he, he, he was in a calf park. He was in a... I remember back in the day when uh, Psycho Sid was, um, he was on tour. They were on tour and he was in a car park uh, with one Alan Anderson. There was an encounter happened. There was a pair of scissors involved. The pair of stick. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, me and the boys, we, uh, we usually keep this to ourselves. But you uh, see, there was a few lacerations. There was lacerations in that night. Margaret, this boy's lacerated this other boy with a pair of scissors in the care pit. The doctors. Hey, the doctors. 
Ariel Scissors. Ariel Scissors. Do you know my mother used to see see how she watched wrestling with me one morning Smackdown, right? And and somebody hurt somebody or the he'd be a steel chair and my mother turned her slippers off and she went, that's just somebody going, and she was slapping her slippers off the flare. That's just somebody going, and she was slapping her slippers off the flare constantly saying that's a chair shot. I was like, no, it's real. So all that being said, <sighs> what's your top three? Oh, sorry. Um, with that said, my top three, my number, Make it quick. my number three has got to be uh, a fuck it gronk. My number two is going to be my number two is Vince Russo, and my number one is David Arquette. And I think even David Arquette would agree that fucking David Arquette is the worst of all time, and he's probably glad that he's the worst of all time. Such a lazy answer. You're totally trying to get away for this podcast as fucking quick as possible. Mate, I just fucking, don't put any fault into that. What do you want alcohol? me to say? Do you want me to go? I could say the Great Khali, for example. Right, here's one. I could go. Oh, the Great Khali was the worst, but he fucking he was, he was a yeah, fucking yeah. monster. See if you've got the belt on your waist. See if you've got the title on your waist. Then you fucking deserve the title. No, but you phoned it in there. Be fucking saying fucking Lowlanders were Lowlanders were SWA tag champions. Wait a minute, Gredo. If you want to get fucking hardcore with me, the Lowlanders were SWA tag champions, right? I had to witness the sight. Uh, the fucking Lowlanders with the SWA tag titles, right? When fucking Wolfgang and Darkseid came in, I was saying to myself, Wolfgang and Darkseid are chasing this pair for a fucking pair of titles. You fucking kid me on here. <laughs> You're the fucking man. So my, so my, so my number one so is the fucking the Lowlanders. Lowlanders. <laughs> the fucking Lowlanders. What is doing? the top rope. That's it, the tadpole splash we've seen before. Welcome to Wrestling Daft, one of the best guys I've ever met in the business. I had one of the funnest matches ever. Where was it? Orlando or New Orleans, can not remember? One of the best days of my life. This guy is the best. But he did give me heat two weeks ago when I tweeted about JR's book. And he said to me, he tweeted DM'd me saying, why the fuck have you know about my book? But I did buy his book and I'm 77 pages in and it's better than JR's book. I'm oh, telling you, it is. Please welcome to the show the former WWE Cruiserweight Champion, none other than Horns Wuggle. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. How are you doing? Welcome to the show, now, man. You say, you say, and I got you heat. I think you just got me heat with JR, I'm sure. <laughs> by saying, by Who saying cares? That. <laughs> uh, Who cares? Yeah, no, it's uh, I had to, I had to give you a hard time. You know, you're, we, we've turned into buddies, and it's mm-hmm. uh, and and so for you to to purchase Jr's book, which I'm I'm all about you doing, yeah, and then to find out you haven't purchased uh, one of your good friends' books, that that was heartbreaking to me, sir. Well, do you know what was heartbreaking to me? Um, just totally scanning every page looking for the word Gredo. <laughs> it is in the actually actually you filthy cunt. It is in the back. <laughs> What? I do talk about you towards the end. You do not. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Seriously. I talk about how. Yes, I talk about. How I, I have a. You, I, I have got... a hard on. Rob, listen. To this. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in Hornswoggle's book. I need something. Uh, clari- I need something clarified here. So. Yes. So you you get criticised for not having the book, and then did you order the book right away, Grado? Ordered the book, and you... Amazon Prime it came the next day. You ordered the Amazon Prime. But I only started day. reading it. 
five hours ago. No, I, thought, <laughs> you know, I, thought that because, I thought that because the pandemic was happening, though, you were only supposed to make, you know, really morally, you're only supposed to make essential orders, like you're only ordering essential stuff. Hey. So basically, I mean, that's the best review you could get, saying that that's like an essential... Rep. And essentially, Rep, my, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. My book, Life is Short and So Am I, available on Amazon all over the world, is an essential product these days. Yes, as that's little bastard you're speaking to here. You know what I love about you? There's many things, and I'm sure Rab and, and John can attest to this. You always have a crazy story going on in your life. Your life is never calm. Well, I mean, yeah. last night, I was, was <laughs> terrible. Well, I mean, not, John is shaking his head, but last night, I suffered a worse concussion than I ever did could could in the ring. I went to put on my I went to put on my flip flops. And look at Johnny's going, Oh my god, he's telling this fucking story again. I, I went to put on my flip flops, I tripped up and I fucking went right into the TV, fuck the TV and TV's done? Look at my look at my look at that. <laughs> I mean that that's kinda always been there, but there's a a bigger lump. There, there's a big lump. Grado, who do you blame for what happened last night? Do you blame the flip flop, or do you blame the TV, or do you blame a mixture, the, a or mixture. the man wearing the flip flop? Yeah, I blame a mixture. I also blame um, my girlfriend because Uh-oh. she made me. Um, well, I basically put money in her account to to buy a new TV because the TV was fucked. But the next morning, um, she woke up and she managed to fix it. So I don't know if I'll ever see that money again. So anyway, listen, I want to hear about. I know we're here career. for Hans. I want to hear about a wrestling career that isn't your one. This, this week. exactly. This is exactly. this is way way more interesting. Him tripping on his flip flop, mm-hmm. no, cracking a TV. But do you, is do you know, way better. No, no. Listen, do you know what I love about um, your book? Right. So your book is good because it's very personable from your yeah. from when you're young, and I can relate to a lot of it because. And the opening, I don't know if, if you mind letting me know the opening line is like, I don't mind the word midget. That's like the opening yes. line in chapter one. And yeah. I think that's a very kind of, I don't know, Rab, help me up here, back me up here. Do you know what I mean? Because we know a couple of midgets, don't we? We know like Chris Toll and stuff like that. And it's hey, who's the one you just talked to the other day? Chris, Chris Toll, who by yeah, the yeah, way yeah. has, who has heat with you. Okay. Because you landed in Glasgow and you went straight to the, and you went to the Radisson in Glasgow, and yeah. he is also similar stature to, stature to yourself, and uh, he asked for a selfie, and you were miserable. To an extent, I will fully admit I'm an airport cunt. <laughs> I will fully, fully admit. Do we know? Was this WWE, Dylan? WWE. Okay, so then I was even even more miserable cunt. Right, but then so, I've seen I've seen you being a cunt post WWE. Yeah, that's, dr- that's, that's 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 just Dylan. Right. Well, because I was sitting yeah. next to you at WrestleCon, and this Irish <laughs> midget came dressed <laughs> in all the Hornswoggle gear, green, the face paint, the dirty stuff that you wore in the early days. He was yeah. all delighted to meet you. He was a midget. He was dressed exactly lately, and yep. you. A fuck when he approached no. you. <laughs> did he get? Hey, 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 Grado, did and you give me that twenty dollars? Hey, remember no. smooth? Hey, that's smooth ten. 20. No, hey, that's quick ten. Quick ten. Quick ten. That was even worse. Listen to this, Rob. Right? We went to was it Bruce Pritchard's uh, podcast live, yeah. and we we went. This from was the, in New Orleans. Uh, in New Orleans, and we had to go straight from 
Bruce Pritchard's to another show or whatever it was. Yeah. So we're out in the street at this point. So we're, we're not the gimmick table. We're just out in the street. And somebody asks, so I'll go for a, a selfie. And he goes, just 10. As in... <laughs> <laughs> he charges the cunts ten pounds for a fucking set on the street. Business. But did he shit. pay it? Did he pay it? He, he paid I it. Think, no, no. I think me and John Thorne made you feel bad. John Thorne of AIW. I think we made we laughed so much so hard that I think you went forget it. Just take it. The, fa- the best part of it is I did it at the bar too with the three of us because <laughs> there was fans on Bourbon Street and all the bars that we were going to when you and I were drinking waters and. Not- and then the, I would just say, hey, just, that's just a quick 10. Mm-hmm. And you guys couldn't believe this. <laughs> ladies, but it was working. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. I was like, why did I not think of that? Fucking hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why did I, I think of that? Uh, Rob, I, I texted him because he was busy doing something uh, for WrestleCon. And I got done before him. So I said, we're going to meet at this bar. It was the best. And there is a picture that he just sent me of... The world famous hand grenades. That's that hand grenades. Hand grenades, where they give you this tall. I mean, it's a it's a stupid cup, and it's full of ice. But it's the liquor that's in it is it kills you. And then you can get these little plastic rubber plastic grenades full of more liquor. And but each time you get one, you get more grenades. I think I ended up that night with sixteen grenades. And it's just more and more and more. So I call him. I said, I, 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 I said, Grado, you got to meet me here. And remember the horns, the sirens would all go off and everything. And we're just going ballistic. This is at probably three in the afternoon. It was <laughs> Did we have early. a show that night? <laughs> we had a show maybe that evening. And it was just finally at one point I, I go, we have to wrestle later. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But I'm getting mixed up. Where did we? Was it Orlando, New Orleans? And when we done, we went. We done Superlake City. It was fucking. I have amazing. the picture. I have the picture. I have the picture in as my well. Office. Rob, it's honestly, in my office. Uh, you have it framed in your office. I was just it's, looking uh, for it right now. I, can't, I, I, I need to find it. it. It's one of like six pictures framed. Oh, in my it's office. brilliant. He gives he gives me like fucking twenty uh, Germans. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I remember coming back and Jeff Jarrett went. That was fucking brilliant, and I yeah. was delighted. Don't that was the me. year. That was the year after Jarrett. I was so upset that I wasn't that I was with WWE at the time that I didn't get to experience Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett the year before fighting with fans. Oh, Hawkins well. was in that match, and they were fighting with fans. I was. I just watched video of this the other day again, and it's where the was that? Was that in Texas or something? No, uh, it might have been the Texas year. Hawkins was in the match, and he said he just, he texted us all after the match. He goes. Jeff and Karen Jarrett just fought fans. That doesn't surprise me. That happened in Preston yeah. as well. That oh, happens, yeah? That happens quite regular. Um, do you know what I feel bad, Kurt Hawkins? I had to text him the other day because, and I'm sure you might have been there. Were you there the night that CM Punk made his UFC debut in New Jersey? Were you, the, you, with, were you with us? We watched it in the bar, remember? No, we were in the, in the, that's the, that's the, we watched it in the locker room. I, I, I think so. I watched it because I watched it with Hawkins and, and Kevin Matthews in the locker room. And I, right. and he got popped and I lost it. And I was so happy. <laughs> I was shaking chairs and throwing them. Yeah, this is the best. So why that? Geese is, geese is just on that shit. Come on. I mean, I mean, I've been in St. Punk's house. He was nice to me. 
but I mean, I mean, it's a bit, yeah, it's a, it's we, a bit we awkward very, being pals with Cabana, and you know. Yeah, we uh, we had a we had a very good as I talk about in my award-winning book, Life is Short, and So Am I, um, on Amazon.com and Barnes and Noble. Uh, <laughs> we had a we were very close at one point, and then uh, stuff just happened, and we're not nearly as close anymore. But was it his fault? The stuff that happened. Or was it no, the flip, it was, or was it the it, flip flop or was it the TV? <laughs> <laughs> I would say if anything, if I'm if 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 I'm Grado and he's the TV, it would be a mixture of the flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what? But what I, what I was trying to get at actually was that night it was Kurt's last. Uh, it was Kurt Hawkins' last and the appearance before he went to the. I dinner. was there. Yep, I was there. Aye, and I went. See you when you get released. That was the last thing that I said to him. So, <laughs> so I had to wow. So I messaged him last week, and I went, "Man, I feel so bad that I said that to you that last time." And he went, "Don't worry about it. I laugh about it all the fucking time." No, he let. Like, yeah, thank God. Yeah. I was like, "Thank God, yes. he found it funny." He's that, such a good yeah, dude, but he's, he's one he's, of your best mates, isn't he? He's uh, he and Kofi are my two best friends. Like they're. They're the best. They're the absolute greatest human beings in the world, and I, uh, I can't wait to see him again. But the thing is, that interests me great um, when I read your book. I don't want to spoil this book for people, but um, what I love about the thing is the amount of hours that you had to spend under the fucking ring in live events it, it, yeah, because that was your gimmick. Over overseas was the worst because like. You know the the bad ones were the these South America ones where sometimes we do like outside bull rings, and so it's outside and you know, in, Spain? It was, it was, in Spain or some shit. Yeah, it was kind of like daylight at you know when, when the show started, so it didn't get fully. You can't you can't blacken the arena when it's an open open air arena. Oh yeah, and so I would have to go under the ring before people would come in, and any international. So uh, in the States, it was an hour, doors were an hour long, an hour before the show. Anything international out of the States was an hour and a half. And then my, sometimes Fitz, Finley's match wasn't till the main event. But did you never politic to try and go, come on, man, I'm under that fucking ring. I need a push. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, not a push. It was, hey, no. do I really need to go out right now? And finally we... We, we developed a system where we would put me in like a road case. They'd push it to the ring. They'd put it on its side. I'd scoot under and done. Nice. And it was, but then that was like the, that was like the, the, the good one. The other ones, it would be me under a black sheet with security around me, just sneaking to the ring before the show or before, right wow. as the show was starting. You would never think that when you, cause you don't cause even would... th- you don't think about that stuff. Do you? No, right. you cause they would, yeah, they would put, they would put a video on the screen. And so everyone's watching the video. And then if, you know, say six, eight security guards uh, and building workers come to the ring, like they're adjusting ring stuff. And I'm in the middle of them. They're circled around me here. And I'm just, you know, they get to the ring. I zip under, they go to the back. Everyone's watching the secure, the, the video on the screen, or they don't care about these building workers walking to the ring. They think they're missing yeah. something. And so they don't even notice. I mean, the two people in the aisle might see me and that's it. So, so, when, so when you have been under the ring for a long time, what do you do under there? What what's what's, what's I would the bring process? My, I, I I would be able to sleep under there like <laughs> like it was nothing, even with the banging and all. Oh, but that's that. risky. Surely that's risky sleeping under there. 
uh, there's a story in the book that yeah. I, I missed my cue. Oh. And, uh, you with, never believe with, with the Undertaker. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's, it's I'm older than the book. I'm going to hold the it's, book. It's brilliant. It's the, uh, it falls asleep walking with a fucking taker. Yeah, and it's and I might I blamed it on possibly being overserved the night before. Um, <laughs> but it was I would I could I could I, I talk about it in there too. I could like visualize the matches going on above me. Yeah, just by the sounds and the, the crowd reactions, like. For a whole tour, it was Benoit versus MVP. And so for 14 days, it was that every, you know, almost every night. And so by six days in, you could just hear, all right, he's doing his comeback now. Okay, he's going to the top to hit the head, the, the headbutt. Bang. Mm-hmm. And you could just, I don't see anything going on above me. I just hear what's going on. And it it's crazy how I could picture that. And were you about to say that you would play handheld video games on the Yeah, before before the show started I would have my PSP under there with my headphones. Nice. You just yeah. I mean you would never imagine watching wrestling WWE that there's somebody under the ring playing a fucking computer game. Hi, something under the ring playing a PSP. I would I would uh Tony Chimmel, the ring announcer, he ha- he would have his handheld microphone and if like Boogie if Boogeyman was on the show, I would I could lift up the apron. I could see him through but he couldn't see me. Just right. how the skirts were, and I would right. lift up, but then I would take a like if the worms would come out, I would take a worm and I would lift it up just ever so slightly and throw, and I could just poke. <laughs> I had the best aim that, and then he would he would put the uh, the microphone down, and then he would he was Chimmel is the absolute man. I can't put him over enough, but he would then get the jackets and take go off to the back. Well, the the microphone is there with the cord. So I would see him walking then back to his chair and I would pull the microphone <laughs> under the ring. And you would hear over the over the sound system. <laughs> but no one knows what it was. That or I would he'd go to the back and while it was dark, I'd get the I'd grab the wrench for the bell. And he's freaking out because he know like and I wasn't gonna screw it up ever. I knew when the match was over. So yeah. I would quick throw it out to him, he would ring the bell and that was it. But he would be sweating. Give me the goddamn give fucking- me the wrench. It was the best. So then finally, one time, he got smart to it, and he tied the microphone around his chair. So he got up, he started to leave, and he was watching me from the steps, from on the steps. And I pull the mic, it pulls his chair underneath, too. So now it's an even more racket. (laughs) (laughs) But it was... It's stuff like that that you you know, you know if you're under there you, you do it to pass the time you're yeah you're thinking that that's, that that was house shows live events yeah yeah aye aye yeah. so what, what, was, what was it like working with Finley because I mean he he's, <coughs> a, he's one individual that guy isn't he I mean what scary, uh, scary guy I very very quickly I'd say within a month and that's it I I developed like a son father son relationship mm-hmm. with him. Um, and he, we just took to each other, man. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, his wife, I still, I, his wife still calls me their son and your room is always open in the house. And I, I text him every, every father's day, happy father's day. And it's just oh, stuff sweet. like that. Um, he was one of the first people to call when, when Landon was born. Um, it's just stuff like that where it's, uh, he's one of those. I learned, I picked up so much without him saying a word. Do you know what? Do you know what? I can't believe that this, this, this cunt here is only two years older than me. Swoggle. Who? Born in 86. 
do you mean because Dylan's already done so much in his career? I just think it's amazing. I and I'm, I always, I'm sitting I always here. think you're older than me. I always That's think you're funny. Cabana's age. Really? Well, Cabana's nearly 40, for fuck's sake. Is he? Cabana's no for... I'm sure Cabana's maybe about 38, 39. I'll Google that now. Maybe. I'll tell you. Cool, Cabana. But do you know what? Grado's going to get so much heat for this. But, I know, I know. I know. Forget <laughs> his, <laughs> he's no 40 yet. He's 39. He's in his 30s. 39. You called him, you called him 40. Oh, he does, he's not going to like that. The headline to this... To this episode, better be Grado calls Cabana forty. <laughs> Grado, Grado says Colt Cabana is in the sunset of his career. No, the worst, the worst thing that I can do to piss off Colt Cabana, and he always gives me heat for it, is putting over Al Snow. He hates when I put over Al Snow anytime. Yeah, yeah. You get that as well. Uh, Al Snow was brilliant to me. Al Snow was the man to me. I don't know if you're exposed to Al as much. So the like, guy that wrote uh, Ross Owen Williams. He wrote Al's book too, so I, I kind of a cool kind of a. I am a an Al's book, by the way. Just to let everybody know, so I'm a nut. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I downloaded it digitally and and done Control F Grado. Search for yourself. Oh, Mark! Fuck! I love it. But that's what I love um, about you as well. That's, that's what I love about you as well. That's what yeah. when I was reading your book about your first days, because like, I know you love Ken Anderson as well. He helped me in yeah. TNA as well. He's a, He obviously was a big part of your career, getting you yeah. in the WWE. And I love the fact that you were there um, on your first day getting fucking selfies with the wrestlers. It, oh man, like this was, and it was like joked about for a long time when I, really? when I first started. Yeah, by Jimmy Tillis, the security guard at the time. He was still there, obviously, when I got hired, because it wasn't much long after that. I, like that first day, I... In my mind, I was never going to be back in the WWE locker room. I'm going to get every picture I can. I got one with Angle and with Paul <laughs> London and just like all because I was this ring. Yeah, I was a Ring of Honor mark. And like I mean, well, I, I, I was I'll like, this is the that's the greatest thing ever. And then I remember asking Ray, and Ray put his mask on quick and asked the security guard who asked me twice, stop taking pictures. Asked him to take the picture of us. So it was one of those. Oh man! And then he goes, "All right, now get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I, all right. I, I but it's uh, I done the exact yeah. same. I done the exact I, same when I went to, when I went to Orlando. I was like, "Here, cut, come here, begging, come on, hug all this." I didn't give <laughs> it, a fuck. I didn't. It, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I still do it on indie shows. I took a picture with Liger. I took a picture with with I, Muda. It's it's like, I, come on. I don't care. Geez. I don't give a no, fuck. You would just. Man. I mean, it's one of the things you would just regret it, wouldn't you? In later years, you would think to yourself, "Why was I, I so stupid as I'm to?" So glad I've got my picture with Chris Hero, and <laughs> there is, <laughs> you know, like, what I mean, I I got to meet. Uh, warrior, Ultimate Warrior, my absolute hero. Uh, tell me about Warrior. Tell me about Warrior. What was he like in real life? Come on. Cause every, I talked to him. I mean, I he got buried in that for, GR book. I talked to him for two minutes, but it was the coolest thing I could have ever, like, I told, I walked right up to him. And I said, because I said to myself, I need to get a picture with Warrior, obviously. He's my hero. I never will ever see him again. Uh, so I walked up to him. I said, hey, my name is Dylan. I just wanted to tell you that you are the reason I'm here. You're the reason I'm a wrestling fan. You are my hero. And he like he stopped and he called his wife over. Dana, he just said, uh, like, he is here because of me. He's like, I, I got him into this. It was like the coolest thing ever to me. And he goes, 
can we take a picture together? And I said, fuck yes, this is awesome. So we took a picture together. That's the night he he passed away. Oh my God. I think that was not, I would, if that was the, the, was that, were you the last picture? It's like one of the, like, cause last night I was typing in, just to let you know, I was typing in last picture of Michael Jackson. You know, I do, I do stuff like that. I'm quite morbid like that. You know, last picture, no, of, last picture of Prince. And then I got done a YouTube wormhole and then I was like, I'm talking about this in our podcast today. I went in a YouTube wormhole and I was like looking up Michael Jackson's doctor and stuff yeah. like that. I'm quite morbid that Fredo, way. So, what? This was, a really be- this was a really beautiful story. And then you're on talking about fucking Tupac post-mortem story, pictures and... <laughs> Is this, you know what I mean? It's no rotten.com stuff we're talking about here. This is like a... No, no, my... It's a beautiful story. The last picture of Ultimate Warrior was the Hornswoggle, was it? If I type in last picture of Ultimate Warrior, is it going to be him and Hornswoggle? Why don't you do it? Type it in the new. I'm going to type it right now. Type it in the new. That's it. Why were you doing that? Why were you doing that? Why were you doing that? You used to talk. That has to be one of the most kind of surreal and emotional periods for wrestling fans that period where suddenly warrior was back and the and the WWE, wwe fold again and yeah. then he was out again that speech on raw and then he was dead was, was it's, an insane it's man like it didn't hit me until someone kind of said that like did the the quotes of his speech and it's like man what it, this couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah. And it couldn't have matched up more perfectly to that being his, his send off as, as graphic as that sounds, but it, that's, that was it. And breaking news here, breaking news. If I could just button breaking news, the last picture of the ultimate warrior is with a random guy wearing fucking blue headphones and it's on Reddit, and it says possibly the last picture of the Ultimate Warrior, and it's not Hornswoggle. So you might have been further fourth, possibly. I don't know. You could, you, you, you never know. But you were maybe definitely in the last ten. Probably <laughs> the last ten. <laughs> uh, my, that- best, uh, my best friend actually saw him at the airport, and he was like, he's like, you still regress to this day, not – Asking him for a picture. See, because you're all because all you WWE guys are crab at fucks. That's what I'm saying. You that you might not understand that lingo. Oh, I, know you were in a, I know you were in an Aberdeen. Rob Hornswoggle's been in Aberdeen, and do you know what happened? You know what Shah Samuels done, right? Shah Samuels, he, he Dylan might not remember this. Shah Samuels fucking picked him, picked him up. He picked him up. I was like, you don't kind of fucking pick him up. Don't you kind of pick up a midget? Fuck's sake, put him down. Put him down. How many people does Shaq pick up? Because Shaq could probably pick up quite a lot of people. I bet it's only midgets. I've ever seen him do it. He probably, he's probably done it to Chris Toll, the other midget that we know. You know what I mean? No. He's probably done it to the guy that dressed up at WrestleCon. No, Chris, Chris Toll doesn't appreciate the word midget, doesn't he know? Because, because Dylan, here's something I want to clear up as well, though, because Dylan, yeah. you're saying like, yeah. at, the, at the start of your book that you, you don't mind it and stuff like that, right? But how do you feel about Grado say- using it, though? I'm fine. I always say the word midget makes me money. There you and, go. And this is this is exactly why. If you put dwarf wrestling on a poster, you put little person wrestling on a poster. What the fuck is that? Mm. Mm. 
you put midget wrestling on a poster, people know what it is. I mean, like, technically, I'm a dwarf or a little person. I'm not a midget, but the midget in this in this world, I don't. First off, I don't take myself seriously, man. I dressed up as the New Year's baby on on worldwide television. I yeah. I, I was, you know, I, I did this. I was birthed by May Young. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't care. I dressed up uh-huh. as a cow because WWE wanted to poke fun at me because I was fat. It's I don't care. Like, Listen, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. I don't. So the word midget isn't going to offend me. My dad. It's kind of funny. Like my dad, he won't say it. Very rarely will he say it. And he's he's a he's one of you. He's a normie. Um, so he what he won't normie. You know, a normal person like you guys. All right. He's, yeah. not, he's, he's cool. No, he's a normal sized, Grado. Oh, shit. Sorry. Fucking <laughs> <Damn> hell, man. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Is that like, you know. I know, like, Grado. There's another one, another headline. Grado. Is that cool? Is that great? I'm fucking this up. I'm going to end up in the papers tomorrow. Grado you know says I mean? little people aren't cool. That's the, that's the other headline. It's not only that, Grado says that. Midgets can't have normal-sized parents. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, he is, I think Grado swears. I thought swears. you and I would have been, I, you know, I don't know. This is like that a career ender for you, this podcast, Grado. You're <laughs> going to have to delete, you're going to have to go into every server in the, in, in the, in the world it'll and delete be, this for every it'll server. It'll just be me and Rab on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grado, I'll blow your mind even more, Grado. My, sure. my son is normal-sized. I know that because I love your Facebook posts. They make me broody. Do you know what broody means? No. Bro- Rab, explain what broody means. You want to have a baby, didn't you, Grado? Aye. What, that's what that means? Yeah, I mean, aye. It makes me, when I see you, I'm like, man, it looks good to be a dad. It's easy. That's good to be it. a dad. But you, I, but I love it. I love the picture. Rab, you're the same with your daughter. I love when you when you post pictures it's, with your daughter. We're supposed to be. We're and supposed I love to be when Dylan right when now. you post pictures of your yeah. when you when you go to a land, when you go to Disneyland and shit like that. Yeah, I love we're that supposed shit. to be there. We're supposed to be there right now. And this, yeah. every year we go at this. Oh this fuck! Week. I'm forgetting COVID 19 is in America as well. Shit! What the fuck oh, is happening? Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> no, I know it's in America, but I forgot. I just told Rab, you. Rab, are you? I mean, I need is to do a, that. I need to do this every week. Every week is I have to do this show. A, is this a usual Grado thing? Where he? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, he's on form this week. I just he I what? Just, last he's, last he's last on week, form this week. week. I mean, this, I is, a, this is good. Last week I was in a bad mood because oh. of, I, I was fed up. I'm, I'm fucking fed up watching wrestling without an audience and hearing ah 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 and people selling. It's fucking annoying. It's fucking annoying. I, it's odd. It's uh, just so, show old Roy's show fucking uh, Hornswoggle versus fucking um, who was a Torito Torito Tikiko? What'd you call him? El Torito, yeah. El Torito. Yeah. Not show, the show the show the not, TLC match. It's not, match it's not a frozen Mexican food product. <laughs> not that. What? I said you almost called him Tikito, which is one of those frozen Mexican food products at Seven Eleven. It wasn't his name. By the way, uh oh, oh, he's he's gone. I think, I think I think maybe his agent 
has came on and pulled the plug. When he's just like, you've said enough. He didn't want, he didn't want him to you've ruin his career anymore. You've offended so many people. You've offended the Mexicans. You've <laughs> the midgets. Look at him there. You, you're not saying much, Grado. You're not saying much, Grado. What's, you seem to be quite, quite silent about this. Um, what, so what's your... What's your, yeah. what, what's the been the high point of your career, Dylan? What's, what's been what's what's the one? Let's see, because you've you've talked about getting these photos with wrestlers and stuff yeah. like great things to great things to look back on. What is going to be the period that you look back on that was when you felt um, most satisfied in the business? I I I, I always say, or is that never or is that still to come? No, I, I'll never ever in my career do something better than we all see. The, the WLC right, match yep. Dorito and I had, I will never, ever beat that. Ever in my life. Ever. Um, I So that would probably be like the, the one match that I'll, that I'll take to my grave is the, the greatest thing I'll ever do. Um, probably like the period of the Vince's son stuff because <clears throat> the, there was the, the 15th anniversary of Raw. I was on, it was like five or six different segments on that one show. I started the show and I was the closing scene of the show. Yeah. I started the show with Vince and I ended the show pouring beer on Vince. And it's like, and I had three, four other segments on the show period. Like it's just crazy. It's, it's an incredibly crazy. high profile angle to be involved in. I mean, it's, it doesn't get more I, high profile than, no, in a, in a, no. In and it, the... it shouldn't have like, I, I, I always live by, and maybe it's not a way to live, but I, it, it works for my mindset. I always live by this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't be happening because the moment you think this should be happening, I think you're kind of egotistical to an yeah. extent. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like, I don't know. It's just weird for me to, to live in that moment of, yeah, I deserve this. No, we don't deserve any of it. We deserve yeah, I mean, to live and breathe and, and have fun with life if we make it out there. And it's nice to keep that sense of wonder about stuff as well. You know, when you're... Yeah. When you, what was your relationship like with Vince? I mean, you must have... I've always wondered about that when you're, when you're I, involved in an angle with Vince. I, I talked about it in the book a bit, and I said, I wish I would have asked him more. I wish I would have talked to him more, you know, between pre-tape takes and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just asked him, because he would have answered. He's a very open book, and... I wish the, 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 the fan in me would have come out more with him um, instead of boss. No, because he is. Because no, it's, you, it was, you know, it a lot was, of yeah, people really, saying it, that he's a, he's a guy who will, he will talk to you and he will open up and he, you know, and he seems to be quite you know, open to having the kind of relationships with people. It must very be, much. It must be intimidating, though. At 20 years old, at 20 years old, uh, to try to ask him questions was like, Nope, not happening. That is yeah. not happening at all. So it was just, it was one of those things where I just did my thing and did it as best I could and that was it. Can I, can I ask a question, uh, Dylan, just while Gray? Yeah. You know, obviously that angle was set up for, you know, uh, Mr. Kennedy to, to come into yeah. that role, you know, and then everything happened that, that happened. How were you approached to, to take into one of that role? I wasn't, I wasn't approached about it. I was, uh, it was in Green Bay and I was told at 3.30 that afternoon, you're Vince's son. 
(laughs) And I go, what? Bruce Pritchard, pardon me. Bruce Pritchard goes, you're the son. Or he goes, give me your cell phone. I go, "Uh, no. He goes, you're going to want to give me your phone right now. Just give me your phone. Okay. He goes, you're the son. So, so was this to make sure you couldn't communicate with anybody? Yep. Yeah. Wow. And I said, uh, I just said, oh, he goes, where is your bag in the locker room? I said, why? He goes, we're going to have someone go get your bag. You're going to sneak under the ring right now during rehearsals and all this. You're under there. We're going to get you your bag. You can change the stuff under the ring. I said, Bruce, can I text one person or yeah, one person. <clears throat> I said, I want to text my dad and make sure he's here. And he goes, that's fine. Uh, so I said, I, he was watching me as I texted him. I said, Hey, please bring grandpa. Tonight's going to be very special. That's all I said. And I left him two comp tickets for them. He came to the show and it was awesome. And then he, Bruce took my phone and that was it. Amazing. It was, it was, it was, I, yeah, I, I knew at three 30 that afternoon. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, it's, and it's beautiful making sure your, your people were there. Listen, man, I'll wrap up this interview while Grey goes away because I don't, I mean, I, I just don't know what's happening when I'm here and I don't, it's, there's nothing worse than looking at a freeze frame. I think it, yeah, that might be, his, it's either his side or his ass. You can never tell. Yeah, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to say. But listen, man, thanks so much for coming on. It'd be great to get you Thank back you. on again. I mean, we like to get people, <clears throat> I'll be honest, we like to get people back who are good. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, thank you. So this has been I, uh, good, so it'd be nice to get you back. You have, yeah, man, you have my word. Um, I would love to do this again. Uh, let's talk more. I, I, oh, oh, he's back. Oh, there's two gradoes. No, there's two gradoes on my this screen. Is shit. This is shit. My broadband is fucking shit. You've just joined us by... I'm just wrapping up the interview. You've missed all the good bits. You've missed all the good bits. For fuck's sake. (laughs) You've missed Um, all the good bits. Tell me about the day Chris Benoit died. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Nah. So, I was riding with him a few weeks... Like, a couple weeks before that, around that time. John's putting his hands in his... I don't know if I've asked that. Are we allowed to ask this? Is is it... Yeah. Is it morally right? I think you're allowed to ask it. Yeah, so I think they did a dark. They did a dark side. Well, the producer's putting his fucking hands in his head. I don't get it. Let me tell you. Well, he because he realizes that you've thrown away your career enough in this interview and past ones. (laughs) No, he's trying trying to bring us. He's trying to bring us down now. The weird thing is, my son watched the the dark side of the ring episodes with me. That was very odd. It was very no. I loved it, man. I thought it was great. The Doctor D man was fucking great. It's odd because yeah, that was your, you've lived it. It's a thing, it's a world that you... Uh, you were there, but you were there, you were there. For I think that's like, why it was like kind of, kind of not cool by any means, but interesting to me more so. But he landed and watched both of them with me and he was like into it. And yeah, I was very odd to watch that kind of thing with your 10-year-old son. It must be, it just must have been such a bizarre experience because I love, and great. Oh my God. Grado loves crime documentaries as well. I like, love crime documentaries. I've, I've, I've never liked, I never thought I would like them until, uh, this is going to be so cliche, until Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that oh, started me off, that. and then I watched uh, Don't Fuck With Cats. Watch the Jinx. The Jinx is the best. The really? Because I, I watched Macmillions. Macmillions starts really, really Shite. good. 
and it ends such shitty. You love the jinx. The jinx you, you is unreal. Me straight yeah. away. Rab, back me up. The jinx. The last episode it, of the jinx is one the, of the greatest. It's life changing. The last is episode it, of the jinx. One of those that brings you. It, it it's brings a you billionaire. It's a oh, billionaire yeah, yeah. that says, okay. "All the money in the world does not bring you happiness." He loves to murder people, and he's through <laughs> it for fucking thirty odd years. Wait, wait a minute. Sides to do an interview Grado, with Grado, HBO. Grado, I'm spoiling it. Grado, Grado. Grado. But does he murder people though? We don't know that. Right. Before we go, I want some advice, uh, Dylan, right? Because Quit. We, have, we have similarities, right? I believe, I, I, I mean, I've been um, re- referred to before as a, a human potato, uh, built like a loaf of bread in interviews and stuff like that. So Who said I, who, who said that one? Jeremy Borash, but he's one of my best mates, so it's fine he gets away with it. Okay, yeah. Um, um, so I kind of see me similar to, like, you in terms of being, you know, the guy that, why are you looking at me like that? Do you get what I mean? I'm a fucking jacked human being, Grado. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think we're similar. William, and, William and Regal. White, and so I know you. You might wait, wait this right because yep. you, you 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 bladed yourself when you were when you were young, and I In told you last yeah. week. I done the fucking exact same thing. And my yep. grandsons, I went and I took aspirin. I took my grand's aspirin. I went out the back door, wrestled with a fucking teddy bear, a pillar, and fucking smashed a glass bottle and fucking went to town coast to coast and fucking hid for my fucking gran. The similarities between me and you is incredible in terms of wrestling. The only difference is you went to WWE and fucking made millions, but um, aye, well, similar, you know what I mean? They're very, very similar. Um, <laughs> what are you saying so about what's the advice? What's the advice? I oh, need the advice is so. See how the doctor D stuff. Did you see that the dark side of the ring? Yeah. Right. So when pandemic's over, I want to be a new gimmick where I fucking just slap the fuck out every Scottish celebrity. Rob, what do you think? And I, I just say I'm so pissed off for being the pandemic, and I just fucking no fuck out the Sean Bay, the weatherman, and you know what I mean, like fucking. Do you know? Help me out here. You know, just you want you want to just slap fuck out everybody. I just all the celebrities and just fucking punch fuck out them and slap them. You know, obviously it's but, a work. Grado, but I'm a badass. Grado. Grado. Right. Okay. Well, what would be the end game in this? Um, as Dusty Rhodes would say, "Where's the money in this?" No, I, I, I think what? there's great hey, rap. I think there's great money in this. I think you should do it for sure. Right, right. Okay. Can I tell you one thing? One more thing about Dusty Rhodes, right? I went oh, to dinner. I went to dinner with Finn Balor and A Train, right? And it was with TNA, and they were talking about, and they went, "Look, you know what? Triple H would hate you, but Dusty would love you." So I'm going to speak to Dusty. I'm going to speak to Dusty, right? I was like, "Fuck, man, this could be it." Fucking Dusty Rhodes died two weeks later. Fucking hell. Somehow you've managed to even make the death of one of the, the greatest wrestlers of all time, one of the greatest men in the business about of me. all time, about, about Grado, about the tragedy of Grado's <laughs> lost opportunity. <laughs> he died. Made Chris Benoit's death about him. Made Dusty's death about him. <laughs> made right, Warrior's this death, death this is about him. This is definitely my favourite interview. <laughs> All I'm going to be thinking about the night is I'm just going to imagine what it must be. Grado, there's just this thing about watching the Benoit documentary and, and you were there. It's like watching Making a Murderer and you worked on the Avon Scrapyard. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, it's like, oh, 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 Making a Murderer. My girlfriend, she was my girlfriend during all of that. 
Yeah. She bought her first car from that lot. <gasps> oh, no, no way. We lived 15 minutes from that place. That's be- so do you speak what? like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do what? today? What do you do today? Wait, I don't wait, know wait, what do you do today. I don't know. I don't know. What do you do today? We might have a better exclusive here. When did you live 15 minutes away from the yard? Did was you it run about the time of the murderer? Hornswoggle is fucking... He, he's involved. No only Vince McMahon's son, but also... I think that's my new Pro Wrestling Tease shirt. It's just me on that guy's body. <laughs> That's uh, so funny, man. What I was, what I was gonna the the regal thing real quick. He, uh, you right. said the, the 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 loaf of bread and what was the other one? Uh, potato. Potato. Yeah, regal used to describe me as a melted vanilla sundae. Uh, That's I what. But yeah, I was, I was, that was <laughs> my body type. I, I don't, I, I don't think regal likes me. Oh Jesus. Uh, well, well, that's a downer to end the interview uh, on. I don't like it. I expect when this is all over, I, I need video of him slapping the piss out of one of these weathermen. And I, I don't know, I don't know why he's picking the weathermen. Do you work with the news? No, because he's no. I'm a friend. Is, that, is this one of your? I'm is the news one of your other ventures? I'm I mean, just you trying have to think of other celebrities. We need, we need to think of other celebrities. Dylan, I'll, I'll get, I'll get the footage. I'll, I'll be Jimmy Hart for him. I'll follow uh, him about the megaphone. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get the footage. Why, but why, why a, why a weatherman? No, I don't know. It's just because the Schultz, the Schultz guy was unusually the just you know, weatherman. I don't know. I'd, fuck, I don't know. Who cares? He's getting a doing. Right, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> this is uh, this is the best. I, I, yes. Rap, no, you, you have my word. I will do this whenever you guys want. Uh, no, you need to come we... back on. It'd be nice. Come yes. on, come on. It'd be maybe good to come on, like post a pay per view sometime, and we can do one of the good old fashioned pay per view review type things as well. It's always nah, fun, isn't it? But nah. then we won't talk about it because it means Grado would have to watch wrestling. He doesn't. I like hate watch watching wrestling. wrestling. He doesn't like watching uh, the wrestling. Hey, hey, Grado, Grado, one more time. Can you can you do the uh, your your impression of what wrestling sounds like now? Ah ah ah! Are you okay? Are you okay? Ah ah! Fucking chop! Turn it down! Fucking that selling's annoying me. Anyway. Hey. All right. God bless no, you. Thanks so much struggle. for coming on the show. God bless Thank you, you guys God very, very much. I miss you and God I love you. you. And I can't I wait you. to get a grenade wee in New Orleans again in Bourbon Street one more time. Because the next night in uh, New Orleans, um, I nearly got um, arrested for peeing in the street. And it was Robbie Brookside that had to stop the police for fucking getting <sighs> arrested. So there's another black mark against my name. So there you go. You're the anyway, best. I'll see you later, Hornswoggle. I love you. <laughs> see you guys. Thank you very much. See you, my man. Thanks so much. Care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you for what landed to me, my man. See you later, pal. Now, you can go wrestling daft with sport in your very own wrestling daft t-shirt. Get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Why would you <laughs> buy a t-shirt for that show? Because it's the fucking best wrestling show ever. Uh, on there, you'll find I'll designs such as I'm a Mark. I'm going to take a bump for you. Chips, cheese and Donner meat and I'm a wrestler too, which you heard. You heard the story behind that tonight. And big news, the design team are going to start work this week on Alexa, who is Graham Steveley. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. That's too good. That's minty. I'm getting my name, man. To be doing fucking test. Oh, my fucking Alexa's just kicked after you here. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's telling me about the fucking Southern Baptist again. The Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
How do you fucking back it? And remember, take a picture when you get your t-shirt so we can enter you in our Hall of Fame just as Paul did his Wrestling Daft logo t-shirt. So check out our range of t-shirts and hoodies at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Wrestling Daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at Wrestling Daft. Um, so who who's our listener of the week, Gredo? That's hard, man. Um, what do we see? Talking about... Uh, fuck, I don't think Andy deserves it. Um, prop, do you know what? I'm actually going to see the guy that put in the one because he had. A, I've seen the video on Twitter where he asks who's Grado to Alexa, and he's got a wee baby in his horn. Who's that? The, That's whoever, a twin between her. The twin between her. Yeah. So it's gone to him. The twin between in the way, in the way, in the wee, in the wee cute way. Get a, can we get a wee belt for the baby as well? I get a wee belt, baby. Wee baby wee belt. belt for the Wayne as well. Listen, everybody, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get it as wherever you get your podcast. Please. You can maybe even leave a review like this. Uh, Del Boy 2K says, simply the funniest, absolutely amazing, and hilarious podcast. Rab and Grado are so funny. Love Rab for the amazing bumps. Get on this. Number one. Uh, that's the kind of reviews we want here. Grado's the best drive. ice cream van owner I've ever <laughs> met. Rab is a brilliant vet. He put my dog down and he was very compassionate when he was putting down my dog. Aye, Grado is the best just eat driver ever. He came with my chip season donor meat in six minutes. He didn't even eat any of the, the donor meat. I did. <laughs> Grado, thanks so much. You have put a smile on my face this week. Aye, man, it's been good. It's been, this it's has been, been the best, best episode. episode Aye, has. It's been the best. Sorry if I've offended them, they know that, right? Um, Grado, up the road. Up, up the road. road. It's, it's yourself. It's yourself, up the road. Stay safe, everybody. Stay right. safe. Stay, Stay safe in that 2020 pandemic, brother. Right, Stay pandemic, safe. Man. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.